Welcome back to the show. My name is Angelique Velez. I am the CEO and founder of Breakups to Makeup, and you are listening to the Hey Glowfriend podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode is of any value to you, please subscribe, rate, and review, and also share with a friend, as that is the only way I'm going to be able to spread the word about the podcast, so thank you so much in advance. And also, we are running a contest if you want a chance to win a super cute Halo Friend tote. All that you have to do in order to enter is leave a review wherever you are listening. All right, girlfriend, so today I have a friend of mine who is appearing on the podcast, my friend Maha. So she was actually our special guest in the Coming In Clutch Club for the month of November. Every month we have a special guest that comes into the club and that brings their magic in and and fills us with their expertise and their knowledge. And it's so much fun learning from others. And Mahasin is a very, very good friend of mine. She's a makeup artist. She also has her own brand. Um, And we actually are able to discuss with her things like meditation, relaxation, um, diving into, or I should say, um, turning into a new journey or, or new cycles of your life. We talk about that as well. Um, and it is such a treat. It was such a treat to have her on. She has such a calming energy and I absolutely adore her. Uh, and her products line is amazing as well. So please make sure to check that out too, but listen on in. She also gives us a brief meditation at the end, which is so, it was so amazing. And we also talk about meditation and how it's been helping her and her tips and tricks for meditating. A lot of the members in the club, including myself, have been struggling with meditation. If if you've been following, you already know I talk about I started meditating this year and glow friends. It has been difficult, but it has been a godsend. I'm not going to lie. The best thing I can compare it to is working out. And we all know already how I feel about working out. But we also know how good it is for your body, your mindset. And I know even for myself, I have to force myself to do it. But after I do it, I definitely do feel better. And it's the same for me with the meditation. So there are days where it is really, really hard. And we talk about this on on this episode. It's really, really hard (laughs) to meditate. Um, And then, but once I do it, I definitely do feel a lot better. And I think the best um, advice, or not the best advice, but one tip that Mahasan did give was when she was starting out with meditating that she took tips and tricks from different people and then collaboratively came up with her own style of meditating. And I thought that was amazing for her to say because for me, I feel like that's that's what's been working. I try not to do exactly what others do or if I feel like what others are suggesting doesn't work for me, maybe some things they say do, I'll take the some things that they say and then I'll incorporate with something else that another person says um in the show you'll hear it but she goes into like uh different things that you can listen to and i know for me a couple of my friends
friends, um, they listen to certain stations meditation-wise that honestly don't work for me. I tried and I just can't sit still with it. And just recently, I've gotten to the point where I can meditate in silence, but it's still a little bit of a struggle. So like I said, it's going to be different for everyone, but I think the best thing for you to do is, you know, learn from others, take tips and tricks from others and make it your own. And that's what I've been doing myself. So I'm so happy that she went into detail about that and she went into detail about different styles that you can do as well. At the end, the audio goes in and out a bit, but listen in, try to hang on because the meditation is so beautiful and it will get you in such a relaxed state. So sorry about the audio in advance, but try to tune in and try to listen on. I know you're going to enjoy it. I cannot wait to hear what you think. Mahasan, thank you so much again for bringing your magic into the club and enjoy Glow Friends. Until next time, when I shine, you shine, we shine together. Bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to November's Coming in Clutch special guest. We have my dear friend, Mahasan Phillips, and I'm so happy to have her here with us. She is a makeup artist, or we'll actually get into that, makeup artist, business owner, mama, all things meditation guru, I'm going to call you for today. Uh, but I definitely wanted to ask her to come in. I know a lot of the club members, including myself, have been struggling a lot when it comes to meditation and approaching meditation. So I couldn't have asked for a better guest to come on in and talk to us about it. Talk to us about staying calm and protecting our energy and all that great stuff. So welcome, Mahasin. Thank you so much for having me, Angelique. I really appreciate it. Excited to be here. Of course. <laughs> and I wish you guys could all see her right now because she is just glowing. We just did a little product breakdown of what she's wearing. So I'm excited to go purchase some items. But Mahasan, you look gorgeous. So I can't wait to learn from you today. Um, so first and foremost, I would just like you to kind of tell the audience, those that don't know you, who you are and, and a little bit about your journey. Awesome. Okay. It's so funny when people say your journey, I think of my daughter. <laughs> yes, Her name is Journey. So yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, my journey. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yes, I'm Mahasan and I am uh, a professional makeup artist. I am a well-being educator. I am a founder of Atmosphere 360 or the founder of Atmosphere 360, which is a lifestyle brand of wellness tools and programs that are designed to help elevate your daily rituals. And I am also um, an intuitive. And so, yeah, and most importantly, I'm mom, mom of three. So, yeah. Can you break down what intuitive means for those that don't Intuitive. Have? So, yeah, um, as an intuitive, basically, I have an innate um sense of awareness and connection with energy, um, all energies around me, uh, within me. <laughs> and um, I'm able to pretty much connect with those energies and be able to read others' energy, as well as being able to maybe foresee some things that are to come and even have an understanding and connect those dots with things that have happened in the past. Mm, so strong. Oh my gosh. I've never had anyone break it down like that. That just gave me chills. That's a lot, Mahasin. It is a lot. You have to totally boundary up with that. <laughs> yeah. 
So I didn't expect to get into this so fast, but since we're going there, let's go there. I would love, because you are a friend of mine and we talk. So I want you to share with others, how is it that you protect your energy? And I'll break that down a little bit further too, because I feel like with you, you're one of the people that I definitely look up to that I know you are one that you say, you can say no. Like you're, okay. you will put a firm no and say, no, I'm not going to be doing that. Sorry. <laughs> and I know I struggle with that. I know club members struggle with that. So can you just talk to us a little bit about that, protecting your energy and the power of saying no? Um, wow. That, that's, a, that's a big one. And it's not something that's easy. You know, it's something I still have to be conscious of every day when making decisions and when... Um, yeah, basically we're making decisions, you know, going forward with others. I am an advocate though of protecting boundaries, no matter how small they are. Um, I think that came into play a lot trying to be a professional and be a mom. <laughs> and it was like, okay, because having to tell your children no, having to tell your spouse no, and then also having to potentially turn down jobs and, and create it became a, um, like a panic, like an anxiety attack for me on all the time, uh, having to please everybody. And so in doing so, I just said, I'm not anymore. And I understood the power of saying no, and people will respect it. You know, they respect your no. I started with little boundaries within myself though. So like, um, here's one of the things I did. Um, like when it comes to food, you know, I, I like to, I, I'm an emotional eater or I was an emotional eater. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what I did was I would start putting those boundaries and telling myself no. And, and me starting to respect myself and honor the things that I knew that, you know, I control within myself allowed me more space and more room to tell others no. Because as I began to tell myself no and put those boundaries together for myself, then I felt good about it. And if I felt good about it, that's what matters. But also when you feel good about something that you're doing, you're generally in a most authentic place and people respect that, you know? So when I started saying no out of honoring myself, it was just so easy for others to honor me. But yes, I am firm. And those that don't, because I feel good about my choice, that's too bad, you know? <laughs> like you're gonna have to get over it because the answer is no. <laughs> Yeah. And that's why I said, like, I feel like you know how to say that firm no. Like when you say it's it's a no. It's and it's I no. love that about you. Cause for me, myself, and I know a lot of club members as well, we should, were like, no, but maybe if uh, mm -hmm. maybe I don't okay, fine. Like <laughs> so I love that you yeah. get in the firm no. And, and I, I give, I give, you know, but I do it's it's my principles, it's your core values that you know you can't bend on. And your core values have to include yourself, they have to include rest, right? They have to in include balance. So if you don't have those things in your core balance, I'm uh, core values, I employ you to put those things at, on that list, and then it'll be easier to really set those boundaries because before that. I didn't have those things on there. So it was like, eh, maybe, but no, I need to rest. And that's a core value. <laughs> yes. A really yeah. important one. Yeah. Yeah. So piggybacking onto that, I would love to talk about like with your energy and protecting your energy. I know one thing that you and I had been talking about 
I know, I hope this isn't going off topic, you guys, if it does, let me know. But like prepping yourself for something like this, for like a Zoom call or for an interview or for a job, like getting your energy ready for that. Can you talk us through that? Because I know you have your own kind of, I don't want to call it, is it a ritual? Is it okay for me to say routine? Yeah, ritual? absolutely. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm rich in ritual, honey. Yes, I, <laughs> I love rituals. Yes. Um, yeah, I have a ritual for prepping for it most anything in my day. My day is full of rituals, to be honest. And just to give a little understanding for me, uh, rituals are more so um, routines that you've elevated to more of a sacred space within. So they serve you, rituals serve you. Whereas routine is something that potentially can make you feel good and sometimes serve you. And I think they're very necessary, but it's not um, a ritual. A ritual doesn't have to make sense to anybody. It just serves you and keeps you aligned and in, in balance, right? Whereas oh. a habit is something that you just automatically do. It's innate, you know, it's like something that's just truly automatic. So just giving a little background of that, I, I teach a lot about rituals and routines and why they're important because I, you know, that's my thing. But I um, love that. If we could like pause for a moment, you guys, I hope you like write that down really quick because that definition of a ritual, that is beautiful. And I love that yeah. it's sacred to us. So no one else needs to understand. No one else needs to understand. It has to make sense to you because it serves you. So it's taking that routine into the realm of the sacred, right? And a lot of people confuse rituals with like ceremonial things or religious things when in actuality it's reversed. So ceremonial things and religious things are rituals. So you have to look at it like that. So it doesn't have to always relate to something that's spiritual. It just has to be divinely connected to you. But um, so getting to your question, the ritual that I, the ritual that I use before a call is typically I will light my candle and I will set an intention. So I know like going into this call that I want it to be open, that I want it to make sure that um I was, you know, vulnerable and that I speak the things that are easy to understand, but still necessary for, you know, this, this audience. So I definitely light my um, candle with that intention, but I also burn my sage because I want to just clear the space, anything that might be attached to me, any moods, um, any thoughts from somewhere else that might have an influence. I wanted to release those things to be sure that when I'm coming here, it's a clean slate. I am very much, you know, an introvert and being on this call is nice because we're all creatives and a lot of us are. If we're not, you know, as introverted as I am, um, we typically have moments of being introverted because we will, we create, you know, we need that space, right? We need to make space to be able to really, um, understand the vision that we're going to set forth, whether it's, you know, with our work or whether it's um, uh, with a big project that we have coming up, whatever it is. So for me as such an introvert, you know, especially when I am also a public speaker, <laughs> which is like, duh, um, <laughs> you, I have to have these rituals set in place for me to show up in my most authentic self. And on, Mahasan, I have to tell you, you were one that had said that to me. And 
I think it was maybe, maybe three months ago, I want to say that mm. you had said that you had a ritual. And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, we need to talk about this. And a light bulb went off in my head because I didn't realize how important it is for myself to set that tone before I do come in and talk, even if it's just on a live on mm -hmm. Facebook. Something that simple. And I do do public speaking as well. So it has changed the way that I've approached public oh, awesome. speaking because I, I make sure I take a second to get within myself before I even go up on any stage or talk to any person. And I was telling you today I had a day. So today I was not able to do that. And I feel it, girl. Like, I'm like, I feel so <laughs> frazzled. I'm like, ah, um, yeah. which I'm sure you guys don't notice, but I feel it, you know, so Thank you for that. And you guys definitely take what she's saying to heart because it really did change for me. It's so important for you to really, I just feel like focus within. And yeah, that's it's grounding. You. Grounding, mm -hmm. that's the word, yes. Mm -hmm. And it, correct me if I'm wrong, but the products that you have with Atmosphere 360, don't they encourage that as well, the whole grounding aspect? Can you get into that a little bit? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Atmosphere 360 uh, was conceived as an extension of my practice, my heart-centered practice. So um, Atmosphere 360, I spoke about earlier that being the company that I founded, um, I offer, you know, wellness programs where I work with a lot of CPG companies leading like one-on-one, uh, um, not one-on-one, -on -one, I'm sorry, leading um, group offerings for like breath work and balance uh, at work and, and things like that. But I also have candles and uh, aromas. And the candles are specific, you know, to are created to help bring in balance, bring in calm. So they affect like the different senses. And the way they do that is I create them by hand with, um, with pure essential oils. And I'm very, very specific about using certain oils that are going to blend together to bring in those different effects from the senses. So if you're looking to like, feel like a little mood booster, you know, because you're feeling down, right? But in a more holistic way, or you're looking to maybe bring um, some peace into the room or renew the energy in the room, right? You cleaned, you did just bring cleaning and you're like, you know what? I need to feel some vibrant energy. So I specifically will use certain uh, pure essential oils in our candles to make sure that that energy and that essence comes to the room or to your space. Yeah. I love it. And we will make sure to have the link in the show notes for everyone. Club members, I will absolutely share it with you after this call. Um, but I would also love to hear, Mahasan, how did you get into Atmosphere 360? Because we mentioned that you are a makeup artist. If you could tell us a little bit about your makeup journey, how long you've been doing makeup and that aspect, and then getting into Atmosphere 360. All right, well, let's go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I have been doing makeup for a little bit over 10 years, maybe. Um, and makeup for me was something that I, you know, beauty is something I was always into. You know, I enjoyed um, looking through the, flipping through the magazines as a kid and like looking at makeup and seeing, you know, how beautiful it looked on women and wh what they did different here or there, you know, what they used. And my mom didn't wear a lot of makeup. Like her makeup was the same. If you could think about like the black liner on her lips, like, and the same one to use for her, the, for her eyebrows, like it was just the same. <laughs> So I needed some inspiration. So I used to flip through books just for that and cut out the, the pictures and kind of create collages of things I liked. But I always liked um, simple beauty, like natural, very natural beauty, clean beauty. And um, 
as I got as I got older and got into working into in, in beauty, it started really with um, working at a counter at Mac. I think that's everybody's like intro story. Like, oh, worked at Mac. Me too. Which one did you work at? You know. So <laughs> that's kind of where it started. But uh, in 2000, I believe it was 11, I um, went to the makeup show Chicago. And there's where I met Michael Develas and James Vincent. And um, from those, that meeting, you know, and, and interaction with them, my career kind of changed. <laughs> and um, they became my family, they became my friends, and they became um, my, my mentors and my colleagues. So uh, fast forward to uh, where I am today, um, as I continue to grow in makeup, I worked in corporate. And it was great, you know, like I love training, I love teaching, but the, it was, it was burnout. It was burnout. And a lot of, a lot of people who work in retail, you know, they experience burnout. And in that I was constantly, you know, meeting people that were looking for the right product to make them look like something else, to make them feel like something else. And I remember it weighing so heavy on my spirit that I started really trying to help them embrace the beauty within. And so that was like, I realized then it was going to be very hard for me to stay in sales <laughs> when I'm trying to teach other women how to understand that this is great. You can use these tools, but look for the tools within, connect with that first. Um, so I knew I had to soon, I soon would be making an exit or a transition <laughs> and that it naturally happened that way, you know, um, to where I was working with, you know, uh, some of my colleagues even, and some of my, my CEOs, and I was actually sharing with them my practice and they, cause they would ask me like, what's different? You know, I see a difference in you. And I started sharing my practice and I would share my crystals and I would share my tools and things that I had. And they, they, it came, they came more to, to connect with me with those things than with makeup. And so it was just like, I was being gently guided into the direction of wellness. And then that's when I went into Reiki and, and started studying the healing arts. So long answer, but yeah. <laughs> no, thank you so much. Cause there's, I, I just learned a bunch too about you. So I love that. And you're saying, so this natural transition so fast forward, let's get into it now. So right now, where are you, where's your headset? Cause I know we spoke about this and I know a lot of artists, especially since the pandemic are in a very similar place. So I would love to hear your story about your transition and where you are now and how it feels. Well, my transition um, came at a time where I was going through a lot of chaos. And it's important to say that because every transition that you have typically has some type of traumatic experience around it. You know, if you really pay attention, if it's not directly connected to you personally, it's someone or involved, you know, like around you, um, because that's really what creates a change in, in that sense. Um, a sudden change rather, I would say. So I had a lot going on. I was in the middle of divorce, getting divorced, um, and it wasn't like a sad, you know, divorce. It was just like breaking free from, you know, something that was, that was not serving anymore and exploring something that was new. I was sick. 
So I had like so much, you know, health wise, I had so much stuff going on, but I knew that this was, you know, and was coming a lot from the burnout, but I also knew that this was where I needed to be going. It was such a pull, you know? Um, and so I say that to say that a lot of people that experience like the traumatic, um, feels and, and situations from COVID, you know, that's something that we could not, we couldn't avoid, but we can change our perspective about it maybe, and really go within to be, to let go of things that are not serving us, put what matters most, you know, in front of us and continue to focus on that. And that's kind of how my transition happened. It was like just focusing on what matters most, um, so I did the studying with the healing arts. I decided to leave my corporate job. I, you know, I didn't have like a plan in the sense of like another job lined up. Um, I was done like in every way. <laughs> so I, I left and I said, okay, we're going to figure this out. And I left on faith, you know, and you have to kind of believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, you'll stay in the same situation stuck, you know, and, and, and giving over your power to others when it doesn't belong to them, you know what I mean? Or carrying things that are not yours to carry. You know, I, I gave it back to them. I own my power and I trusted myself and just know that the divine is gonna take care of you and you're gonna be protected. And it's gonna be hard. It's not gonna be like, for me, it wasn't what I expected it to be. It wasn't like I just went right into wellness and it was like, oh my God, she's, you know, landing all these gigs and now she's the authority in wellness. And, you know, it was nothing and it's still nothing like that. It was about being true to myself. And how do I feel when I wake up? How do I feel when I lay down? Am I serving others? in a way that serves me and that serves the earth, you know? And that's what moved me. It was finding my purpose and my why. Um, and that's where I am now. So it's definitely opened up some doors for me, um, you know, progressively able to move pretty quickly through, you know, areas that I wanted to move through, the goals that I had. But, you know, that was, it's, it's still, I have plenty of goals, you know, it's things I still wanna do. But right now in wellness, I am um, able to really use my voice to share with others my process, hoping that it will be healing for them. Um, I wish I had someone, you know, and I'm not saying they're not out there, they are, but I wish I had someone that looked like me, you know, um, when I was younger to help guide me through the process of understanding that even in the corporate space, if I had had someone to say like, oh, honey, you got to still set boundaries. You still have to honor yourself. You have to make sure you're still aligned with your why. And this is how you do it. You know, my situation may have been different. So now that I know different, I feel like it's only right. And I feel honored to be able to share with others how to do that in those spaces. So hope I answered that. <laughs> Said a lot. And I'm trying, I'm trying not to get emotional. I don't know why I am at the moment. Um, I'm like, I also pick up on energy. I'm going to blame it on that. No, no, but for real, in myself right now, within breakups to makeup, I'm going through my own transition in the business. And those words really touched me. So thank you for sharing that with us because it's not easy. Because I feel like yeah. with every level that we get on in our journey, a transition tends to happen, or at least in my opinion, it does. And it's sometimes we don't even ask for it. And it's, mm -hmm. like, and it's like, you work so hard to get to the point where you are now. Now I got to transition and I got to 
level up or glow up or whatever you want to call it. And it's hard. It is so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a change in identity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's growth. It's growth. So you, you got to expect it, right? Because you're going to, if, if you're growing, another transition, more change is coming, you know, for you. And you're getting, and a change in identity is great because you're going to get to see a new side of yourself that you never even knew about, you know, right. and explore this new side of yourself in this new, new space. Right. Yeah. It's the hard part. And I'm, I know I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> I'm speaking very selfishly at the moment, but it's like leaving not the past, but leaving that prior identity behind or feeling like you're losing that or missing out on that. It's hard, <laughs> but I get it. Yeah. No, it is. It's tough. And I will say it's, it hasn't, it hasn't been easy. You know, it's something that I have been successful in. If I look at makeup, I'm like, oh, I've been successful. Like, I, why not go back to that when things get hard you know <laughs> that's something I know I can do with my eyes closed but that's not where I am supposed to be you know and that's not where I belong that's not where I'm most useful um you know so I have to remind myself of that but it's definitely and then there are connections that I've made that now you know that were were rooted in in my makeup you know journey and now those connections so it's meeting new people and you know People like to say no new friends. I'm like, with all these transition, always new friends. Like, you know, <laughs> so it's like, Open it yeah, up. it's just growing <laughs> and growth is tough. It's tough. So, yeah. yeah. I have one more selfish question and I hope that <laughs> it's okay for me to ask this one. I know um, full transparency, my husband worked with me at the MTV VMAs this past year in 2021. And you're always on my team and I adore having you. But after that, you made the announcement of your retirement from makeup. So yeah. I would love just to ask, how did that feel? How did it feel? Um, it felt good but it felt scary. Yeah. So it's similar to what we were just speaking about, like um, just not knowing, you know, but just trusting. Um, Yes, I have things set up. Yes, I'm working in the wellness space. Yes, you know, I don't have, you know, so it's, that's great, right? But um, just change overall, just knowing that, you know, I'm entering a new space and I'm having to, you know, once again, be not, not just not a teacher in that sense, but a learner. Right. And and like, so, you know, especially as an adult, as you continue to grow, sometimes it's hard to learn. I took a a pottery class over the summer and I remember um, like, it was all these younger kids around me and they were just like getting it. Like all their vessels looked amazing. And mine just kept falling down. And I'm like, what? And the guy uh, that was teaching the class, he was, he was an older guy too. And he looked at me and said, it's hard to learn when you're older. I'm like, it really is. Cause you're just like, why can't you figure it out? Why can't you just get it right now? Like, had I been, you know, the young, they just like, I'm like, this your, like you've been doing this? They're like, no, it's our first day. I'm like, oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> and I'm over there frustrated and sweating but it's it's like into that you know it's like doing something new doing something different um that although I have a passion and a love for and when I was doing it just to share my practice with everybody it was like you know why not this is let me share it with you versus now you know saying I'm gonna say goodbye to makeup because 
it's not serving me anymore, you know? And it's not the people that I work with. It's not, um, you know, the people that I, that I get to do their makeup and the projects that I get to be on. I, I love being with you all, you know, on the VMAs. That's like incredible highlight of the year. But what's most important is making sure that I'm standing in my truth and um, doing what is most authentic and rightly aligned for me in this time, Yeah, you know? And I just want you to know, you inspired me. You ins- you always inspire me. But even mm-hmm. just the fact that you made that announcement and made it very clear that this is the direction that you're going in with such an inspiration, because it's not only for you, right? It's almost putting it out in the universe, like universe, this is where I'm going. Come serve me now. So yeah, I- I'm big. I'm big on that. I'm, I'm. That's something. I'm. It's so. It's so love that you caught that. You know, I love that because that that is something I do. Once I've made a decision for myself, I speak it matter of factly, and it's not going against what anyone else said. Like it's for you, it's for you. But I speak it because I need to walk in it. I need to own it. You know. So I'm very much. I'm very intentional with that. I love that you caught that. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm getting teary-eyed now because I know you're a good friend of mine and I know how that must have felt. And I'm I'm slowly kind of getting there too. And I'm just like, oh God, when that moment comes, it's going to be so hard to like actually state like, so I'm retiring. Like it's, uh, but I'm so happy that you were able to do it and call it. And so I felt it. I, I felt all of it and I relate with it so much. And I know there are so many people that are right there with you too. So I'm yeah. glad that you put it out there and, and that it's okay. It's yeah. Okay to transition and go into another space. And yeah, totally. What you do. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. Goodness. I have a friend now who's, who's like in a situation, well, was in a situation for over a year and she was so drained, you know, um, she couldn't, she, she just couldn't move forward. You know, her career was great from the outside, looking in the numbers, the metrics, all that was great, you know, beautiful career. Um, but it, the, the role was so draining for her and she just couldn't figure out why we would talk often. And, and I'm like, but maybe you've grown spiritually. You just need to do something different, you know, and that's okay. She's like, I know, but you know, I got to get this much saved up first. I got to do this, this, and I just had to keep reminding her until you really settle that within yourself, you won't be able to receive a lot of the things that you're looking for because you can't, like, it's like you can't walk into something with, you know, with everything else, (laughs) trying to bring it through the door with you, you know? (laughs) Bags, all those baggage. Exactly, it's the baggage. So she recently, we recently talked and she was telling me that she had, um, made some decisions on her own. I was grateful and and that she um, decided to, you know, kind of put herself out there. And as she was talking about it, I could hear like the difference in her tone and and the authority and the power that she had conviction in what she was saying. And uh, she moved on, you know, but she had something else. She did it in a way that was best for her, but she was like, oh my God. And when I, when I finally decided and then said it, these things just started coming to me I say there it's already there for you like it's not meant for you to fail when you're coming from a pure heart and a good heart right and you're looking to really help and serve others and you know that it's about community right it's about all, the collective all of us everything around you is going to conspire to support that because that is what pure and divine intention is. But we have to sometimes prune and let go of certain things. And when she did that, it just was there waiting for her. And I, I can attest to her 
story. That's how it is. It's waiting for you, but you have to sometimes make that decision first. Otherwise, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So powerful. (laughs) Oh, Mahasan, I could talk to you forever. Um, (laughs) So the other thing that I do want to talk about, because I don't, I know I want to be very mindful of your time meditation. So meditation is something that the club members that I, okay. So I just started it this year. It has been a game changer for me, but it has also been a struggle. I'm not going to front. It was very difficult for me, but now I'm at a point where I actually could sit in silence. Like I don't even need music, which I think is, yeah, like I'm, I'm getting there, but I do know the fellow, my fellow club members, they are struggling a lot to the point where they're like, just forget it. I'm not going to do it. So I definitely wanted to have you come in to talk to us about a couple of tips and tricks that you have for meditation. Okay, great. Meditation is my jam, okay? I can't, I have to do it every day. I have to do it multiple times a day. And it's really just about um, a mindful meditation. Um, let me be clear on that because there are many different ways to meditate. I practice mainly mindful meditation, which is being aware of the present moment and the presence meaning the energy, right? Um, excuse me. So for me, meditation works best in the morning, but I am an early riser. So every day at 5.30 a.m. is my time for meditation. Now, I have a lot of friends and clients who would say, hell no, I'm not doing 5.30. Do that by yourself. <laughs> so I get it. But that's the beautiful thing about mindful meditation. It can be anywhere. It can be any length of time. And um, it's just about grounding yourself and knowing, you know, how you feel in that moment, right? So taking a pause or a breath, a moment for yourself, how you feel in that moment, what's going on within and around and how are you connecting to that energy and how is it serving you? And then in knowing, in knowing those things, you're able to then let go, calm yourself with, uh, and release anxiety and tension and stress for the things that you can't control and just focus in on what's mo- what matters most and what's most important in your life. Um, I feel like there are so many different ways I've, I've definitely taught and have practiced meditation, but I do like to meditate typically in silence uh, for me, I don't like the, the noise, distracting noises. I do have like in my candles, I have um, a wick that, you know, a crackling wick, which I like and I think is really good for beginners because it allows you to focus in on that small crackle, like a fire uh, place sound. And uh, over time, I tune it out. <laughs> so anything that's going on, I'm able to now tune out, but you can focus in on it because it. If you have something to focus when you're meditating for the begin from in the beginning when you're first learning, it's best because uh, you can easily get distracted, and it's okay to get distracted. When you get distracted, you just you know can tell yourself once you realize that you're distracted, you just say, "Oh, I'm distracted." Okay, and just start focusing on your breath. So breath work is key when it comes to meditation. So just focus right back on your breath. You bring it in to your breath, natural breathing. You don't have to necessarily do deep breaths, just your natural breathing, your natural pattern. Continue to focus on your breath. And as you're focusing on your breath and you're calming yourself and your mind from any of, any or all other distractions, 
then you can go back to the intention of the meditation, whether it's just to be present and see what comes up for you, whether it's to gain clarity and understanding about a question you may have, a situation that may be at hand, something like that. Awesome. So I do have another question in regards to that. For those that, like you said, that can't really sit in science, because I know, I know I have a feeling they're going to ask for club members, <laughs> is there an app? Is there certain music aside from maybe the candle wick? Because I know some of them may not be able to do that either. Is there yeah. something else you also suggest maybe music wise in the background? You can do, now I do use music sometimes. I use like, uh, what's the name of the, um, I use a playlist and I can tell you later since I can't, oh, you yeah. know, want to put it up. Notes. Yeah. Put notes. Yep. <laughs> so um, there's a playlist I use of just harp sounds. Harp has been known to have like, um, like any string type of instrument, soft strings has been known to really have a calming effect on the senses. So I like to listen to instrumental heart music in the background very slowly, slowly, very softly <laughs> in the background. Um, also, I have the Calm app. So I've used the Calm app before. I'll be honest, I don't use it often because a lot of the time it's someone usually talking to me through the meditation and I'm like, be quiet, I'm meditating, you know? <laughs> yeah. but, um, so I like the, the soft heart music in the back some type of instrumental I know some people like um like instrumental yoga music but I like hearing the gongs and the that that is distracting to me too sometimes so I just you know <laughs> yes no yeah. I love that you're sharing what you love because I've, I've and I could be wrong but I'm learning this that meditate it's so huge yeah everyone has their own way and there's yeah. no right or wrong there like, isn't that, that's and that's the one that. thing about the, your practice. I will say that, and I always teach this um, to my clients, is that when you are creating your practice, including myself, most times you find somebody that you connect with or a few people you connect with, right? And you act like, I have a lot of clients that will say, you know, I want to know what you do, you know? And I'll have to say to them, fine, I'll tell you everything that I do, but I want you to know it's okay. And you should cultivate your own practice. So a lot of times you'll take what that practitioner does and you'll repeat it for yourself. I did. Like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do just like she did, you know, until you find your own flow and what works for you. And that's okay. You can definitely, you know, mimic what you're learning, what you're being shown. And then you're like, mm, that doesn't always work. But when she does this right here, that works for me. Then that's the part that you keep. And you incorporate that into your practice. And even so, if that's the only part you know, keep repeating that. He, if all you know is that when she breathe, when she says to breathe and find my natural breath, that is what makes me feel best in the practice, keep doing that. And then you'll find other ways that it will show up for you differently. Maybe you'll start breathing deeper. Maybe you'll start to begin to think about things because now you're relaxed and you're thinking about different things that make you feel positive or words that will come to you. And so, yes, you'll be able to build your own practice and there's no right way or wrong way. If, if some people meditate with, um, I don't know if you heard of trap yoga. Yes. Some people meditate with trap music, you know? Yes. And I, I get I get it though. I get it because there's there are some music, like there, there's trap music and different music I like to listen to, like when I'm working out. 
Right. And that's in a meditative state. I'm, I'm zoned out. I'm in that zone. So it, it all depends on what you're looking. But with mindful meditation, typically it's quieting the mind so that you can connect ground and connect to the presence. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. I know you're going to lead us through a short meditation. I just want to say one thing to everyone that is listening. Please be mindful of what she just said, because I know that was something that I struggled with in the beginning. Once again, there is no right or wrong. You have to find out what works for you. Listen to what Mahasan does. You can listen to what I tell you, even though I'm, I don't know what I'm doing yeah. half the time when I'm doing it. But I feel like that's how I've been able to get to the point where I am within meditation, because I just take little tidbits from everyone. I'm like, does this work? Nope, that actually didn't work. Let me try something else tomorrow. And then I find out like what works for me, but don't be scared to try it because it really is very helpful. And it's, it's really helped me connect within myself in a way that I didn't even know I could. Um, so, so yeah, let's get this started, Mahasan. I'm excited. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to pull this up really quickly so that we can have, so you can hear how I lead you in. Let's see. And if you guys are quiet, you can hear her candle burning. It's so relaxing. Oh, you hear it? I love it. It's so <laughs> relaxing. Okay. Let me see why this is not. Just one second. Technical oh, difficulties. Good. No problem. <laughs> And if you guys do have any questions, please uh, type them in the chat and I will make sure to answer or answer, ask. So typically for meditation, this is truly what I do for meditation. Um, this is the relaxing heart and healing waters. So typically when I start a meditation, I like to be seated on the floor. Uh, you can be seated like today I'm at my desk. My feet on the floor, planted on the floor. And the reason we're so focused on making sure that we're connected to the ground is for just that, the purpose of grounding. And I typically will take a couple of breaths, natural breaths, maybe a little heavier than usual, but nothing deep. And I move my head from right to left very slowly. Just releasing any tension of the day, of the moment. I'll gently throw my head back and forward. Once again, left to right, gentle movement. Moving down to my shoulders, 
Kind of raising my shoulders up. Pushing my chest out. Bringing my shoulders in and down. And sinking deep into my seat. And at this time, I'll take a deep breath in and out. One more in and exhale out. One more time in. Exhale out. Sinking deep into your seat. Envision root from your spine. Connecting deep into the roots in the ground. Knowing and believing that you are connected to source, and that you have everything you need within. Allow yourself just to be in the moment. mind wanders. No judgment, just bring it back to the breath. Place your hands just below your navel. And you can repeat or think to yourself. I am rooted, safe, grounded, and supported. I have everything I need within to heal myself. Mm -hmm. 
gently and slowly move your hands up toward your chest, to your heart, the bridge, and the source of life. Gently and slowly breathe in and out and think or say, my heart is open and pure. Slowly move your hands up to your crown. And think or say, I am one with the divine and stand firm in my truth. As you gently and slowly bring your hands back down to the ground, you're going to do a couple of inhale and exhales. On your inhale, breathe in divine love and healing and hold it. And on your exhale, you're releasing pain, sickness, disease, trauma, fear. And on your inhale, you want to breathe in forgiveness, first for yourself and then for others. And on your exhale, you're releasing resentment, judgment, an unforgiving heart. And on your inhale, breathe in peace and loving kindness. And on your exhale, you're releasing confusion, imbalance, chaos. 
allow that calm to wash over you and refresh and renew. And once again, we'll do a series of three inhales and exhales. We'll hold on our inhale for just a few seconds, breathing in through our nose and releasing through our mouth. Inhale, divine love and healing. Exhale, divine love and healing. And we inhale, forgiveness. And we exhale, a forgiving heart. And we inhale divine peace. And we exhale peace and love. Begin to wiggle your toes. Fingertips. And gently and slowly move your head left to right, forward and back. Clasp your hands together in front of your heart. And we give gratitude for this moment of peace, of love, forgiveness, and healing. And we move forward in alignment with our truth, oneness with the divine and an open heart, fully supported and supplied with everything that we need to heal ourselves.
That was beautiful. Thank you so, so much, Mahasan. It was a pleasure having you today. Thank, yeah, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Yay! <laughs>